Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at A to Z Sports, Instagram, YouTube, like Zach was just saying, a lot more interaction on YouTube these days, uh, and Twitch, and all over the Facebook as well, as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors, because they make it all happen for our show, for our business, and for you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville. The professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the pulse of fitness for one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Uh, Wilson County Hyundai for your next car. Head them out to Lebanon, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Calvin and Subtle for your brand-new hardwood floors and finishings. They are at calvinandsubtle.com. And the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So, Zach, I, I've I have been team draft a wide receiver for a long time, and I think ever since like the calendar turned to March, I have been all about Minnesota's Rashad Bateman. Like that, just that guy just feels like a great fit for the Titans' offense to me. Now there's these other guys, Terrace Marshall Jr. from LSU, Kadarius Toney from Florida, explosive athletes. Marshall's got the size. Toney's got the the gadget skill set, the slippery and open space, the yards after the catch. And then you have Elijah Moore, who is the undersized guy who has crept up the draft board and is now seen as a solid pick at 22 overall if the Titans decide to go that direction. So four wide receivers, I think, there are three slam dunks out of this group. I think Bateman, Marshall, and Tony are slam dunks at 22 overall out of this. Elijah Moore, a slight reach, but still, I like the idea of Elijah Moore in this Titans offense. Ole Miss guys, A.J. Brown, Elijah Moore at wide receiver to make to do some special things in the passing game. So I think there's a lot of really good options. And, it, and to me, you can't whiff on any of these guys. Like, there's question marks about the edge. Uh, well, you, Austin, don't say something stupid. You play the odds. So One of these four guys will not do well in the NFL. So that was dumb. You should take that back, retract okay. that comment. You okay, can so, whiff on also, that. And somebody yes. somebody will whiff on this. So that was wrong. So do you want to rephrase? Guy, okay, if there's a guy most likely to whiff, I think it's probably the two smaller guys. I think Bateman and Marshall are great picks. And I think those guys will be – productive immediately. I think Tony and Moore require more uh, coaching and X's and O's scheme to help them be successful than Bateman and Marshall. I'll say it that way. Is that okay? Is that better? That's better, right? So that, yeah, I, you can whiff on one of these four guys and somebody will. It's about the Titans not whiffing. And look, the, the reason why the title of the show today is what it is, it is the Titans have got to find the perfect replacement for Really, not only uh, Corey Davis, but also Jonu Smith. That's a lot of weight on a first-round pick shoulders, right? If they are going to draft a, a wide receiver, and, and they will not be able to draft any of these four guys where they are picking in the second round. They're just all going to be gone. They have a top three tier uh, wide receiver at the top of the draft, and we all know with Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, and uh, – the other uh, Alabama wide receiver, no, Waddle. Waddle. 
Those guys are going to be gone. That's the first three that will be off the board. But this next tier is kind of where we're talking about today. And A.J. Brown can only do so much. Derrick Henry can only do so much. This is going to be a lot of pressure on whoever they draft to come in and make an impact right away. Look, I, I know they've they've gone out and look they, they cut Adam Humphreys. That was a smart move. And they've let the tight end, the wide receiver that I just alluded to, and John O. Smith and Corey Davis walk. This is a lot of pressure for a guy. They're in a Super Bowl window. They got to make the playoffs. They got to come out and hit kind of like, and I'm not saying on the same level, but Justin Jefferson is the prototypical guy that you want to perform at that same level. They had Adam Thielen, who was a dynamite wide receiver, and he complimented Jefferson, complimented Thielen so well. So well. And he had, they had Kirk Cousins throwing the ball. Ryan Tannehill had a hell of a lot better year than Kirk Cousins. This is a massive draft pick if they decide to go wide receiver at 22 overall. Yeah, so back to where I was going before we get off of the tangent of, you're right, I, the blanket statement of all four guys are slam dunks. It's probably not the smartest bit. thing to say. So I, I do think when you're looking at the wide receivers we're talking about today, I feel more confident that those guys will be successful and productive in the NFL compared to, Jalen Phillips and his injury history out of Miami as an edge rusher. Or uh, Ojalari out of Georgia who has a high motor. He's got some explosiveness, but he's undersized. And can he win in the NFL at a pass rush level? Or, or even Caleb Farley, who we're talking about with the back issues. Or Greg Newsom uh, third, who's the corner out of Northwestern. Like, when's the last time you've trusted a Northwestern defensive back? to come in and be productive in the NFL. It's just something that doesn't happen that often. I think Greg Newsom's talented. He's not very good in the run game, and we know how the Titans prefer their corners to be active in the run game. So I, I like the wide receivers better than the other options at in the first round at 22 overall. And like you brought up Justin Jefferson, he was the offensive rookie of the year last year in the NFL as the number 22 overall pick a year ago out of LSU. Now. There's and he was not even the star receiver of that bunch at LSU. That was Jamar Chase. Now you're talking about Terrace Marshall Jr. at LSU, who is behind both Chase and Jefferson, who two years ago caught 13 touchdowns as the third best option, which is absurd of what they were doing at LSU in 2019 with Joe Burrow in the national title game. So, Zach, let's go ahead and get to this. Let's let's break these four wide receivers down and talk about them, and talk about the outside wide receivers and Bateman and Marshall, and do go between them. And then after that, we'll talk about Tony versus Elijah Moore. Uh, so here's the first question. Which wide receiver is a better fit for the Titans? Is it Terrace Marshall Jr. or Rashad Bateman? Marshall Jr. versus Rashad Bateman. But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever that injury happens in life for you or someone you love, make sure you know who to go to, who to trust with the entire process of your healing. And that's from the very beginning to the clinics, the testing, the imaging, and the surgery, all the way through the rehab process. boneandjointtn.org is where to go. 
So we're running a poll. We're gonna we ran a poll on Twitter before the show. Right. We're running a poll on Facebook and also comment in the comment section. We're we're going all in on this question because look, wide receiver, a very sexy wide, a position that everybody wants to talk about. We want to get as many opinions as we possibly can today and leading up to the draft of Rashad Bateman and Terrace Marshall Jr., who both big wide receivers closer to Corey Davis than to Adam Humphreys. That's kind of the easiest analogy that I can uh, I, I can put out there. Right. But there's a lot. That, look, these two wide receivers can impact. There's a reason why they are picked to go in the first round. I think it's a great question. And I think the Titans are definitely looking at both of these guys at 22 overall. We got to also see where the draft lands. Both of them may not be there. One of them may be there. One of them may not. I don't know how the draft is going to, to fall, but these two, I think, would be stellar additions, right? Yeah. Uh, you, it will help, they will help their team, the Titans team at least, if drafted in the first round. All right, so let's go ahead and, and go to the chat. So the question, the first question of today is Bateman versus Marshall. It's the outside guys, right? Which do you like better for the Titans, Ramon? Uh, says Bateman. We'll talk about the slot guys here in a second. Uh, Tommy says, I'd rather go cornerback or the edge of the first round. We've had a lot of the conversations about that, but today, focusing on the wide receivers. Ronnie says, Bateman, scheme-wise. Greg goes Bateman. Brent says, Bateman. Jeff says, I went with Marshall. I like Bateman, though. Uh, Big Ten Jeff, you know, you got to stand up for your Big Ten guy up there in Minnesota. <laughs> uh, Steven says, Terrace Marshall Jr., no doubt. Titans Kyle says, Bateman. D says, Marshall. Hey, P-Money over there on Twitch says, Bateman. Uh, Braden on YouTube says Bateman. Nate with Bateman. Uh, Donald says Bateman is more versatile, but I'd rather have Marshall. So you, you like the versatility of Bateman, but you go with Marshall. I find that very interesting from Donald. Uh, Donald, excuse me. Uh, Sirester says, I see them getting Marshall, but I like Bateman more. Uh, uh, so Chris Frazier says Marshall, and there's his answer on the next question too. Teron Davenport, our guy from ESPN, says Bateman. He can play the slot or outside, catches everything clean, and gets yak. We know two things Zach Bingham likes in wide receivers. Hands catchers and yak, right? Yak. Get that yards after the catch. That's all That's all you want, right? John Robinson just wants you to get open and catch a football. Zach wants you to catch it with your hands, away from your body, and then do more after that, right? Go upfield. Don't run out of crossing route, Corey, run out of bounds. I want you to go to the pylon. And that's the mindset that I want from my wide receiver if I'm drafting him in the first round. Here's another thing about John Robinson. He can't miss. We've talked about this. You, you, we, we corrected the statement earlier, but, you know, you can't whiff. Like, the they Titans. They can't afford to. They can't afford to, yeah. Can't whiff. They've whiffed last year, and they're not going to get Isaiah Wilson ain't going to get back. He's, he's gone. He's in La La Land or some other world. But they have got to make this pick correct. And I don't know. There's a lot of pressure on the Titans organization. They're not very good at drafting wide receivers. Now, A.J. Brown is kind of the anomaly. He, he's the exception to the rule. But, right? uh, but a f number five overall, Corey Davis was not a very good draft pick. It was a bust draft pick for a five overall pick. Uh, Taewon Taylor, not awesome. good. Right. Uh, Tajay Sharp, they got some value out of a fifth round pick, but overall, I don't even know if Tajay Sharp's in the league anymore. Right. He signed he with was, the Chiefs, actually. He was he was back and forth, but he ain't playing. Right. So he's sitting. He on the just side. signed with the Chiefs. But he's not yeah. playing though. 
Look at what he did well, last year or what he didn't do last, for the last Vikings. Year, Tajay did not play for the Vikings very much, which was weird. And but yeah, I don't did... expect him to play for the Chiefs very much this upcoming year. Okay. I'd be surprised if he made the open dig roster. So that kind of goes to that. He's a fifth-round pick. The Titans got value out of him, whatever. Kenny Britt, no good. Uh, Kendall Wright, bust. First-round bust. The list goes on and on for what the Titans have tried to do with a first-round wide receiver. A.J. Brown is the second-round wide receiver. They don't have a very good history, so they have got – but here's the thing, Austin. A.J. Brown hit 1K, 1K. If they can get another guy that hits, the history really doesn't matter. But they don't even need a 1K guy. Like, they've already got that. Like, that's, that's the thing with this is, like, obviously they need to hit on this wide receiver if this is the, the direction they go, but they don't need them to be the 1,000-yard guy. A.J. Brown is going to get all the attention. He needs 85 targets or more this upcoming season. He needs to go for three consecutive 1K and double-digit touchdowns a lot. They just need the guy who's around 900 yards and maybe threatening to go 1K, not even in his rookie year, but just down the road. And I think my answer – have you answered the question yet? No, I was going to read the polls because we're okay. running – you read the comments. So right. here are the polls that we threw out there. There's – and uh, we just put this out about 30 minutes ago. So for this particular question between Bateman and Marshall, on Twitter, there's a little over 120 votes. 67.5% go with Rashad Bateman over Marshall Jr. on Twitter. Our live Facebook poll is actually very similar to that. We've got about a little over 70 votes live that was put out literally maybe three minutes ago. Rashad Bateman, 71%. Terrence Marshall Jr., 28%. So you can kind of see that. I, I, I featured it on the Facebook page. So the live results are, are kind of rolling. It's Bateman. I mean, Bateman's winning by a good margin in, in, the, in the, the polls. Austin, I assume you're going to agree with the fans. Yeah, I, Rashad Bateman's my guy. Like that <laughs> – that's just, I, I, he's my draft crush. I kind of fell in love with the idea of Rashad Bateman next to AJ Brown in this offense, because I, I feel like he is a, it's not, I'm not saying he is Corey Davis or AJ Brown, but he's a good combination of both of their skill sets where he's got breakaway speed. We've seen that. And the funny thing is Rashad Bateman tested the slowest out of all the four we're talking about. Marshall, Tony, and more is that all, concerning? They're all in the four threes. That's just elite speed, right? Rashad Bateman was four four one. So is it concerning? No. Well, AJ Brown is not the same. That AJ one Brown. Of, one of this these Zach, people are different. AJ Brown ran a four five. So like they, he's fast. He's plenty fast. AJ Brown enough. was a second round pick. I I, I don't care. But does AJ Brown? But you slow? just you, you're comparing a, a second round pick to a first round pick. Zach, I'm talking that, that, about that's apples times. and oranges. I'm not comparing them as wide receivers. I'm talking about 40 times specifically, and how it's ironic and that where they're drafted. Zach, stop, dude. Um, Rashad Bateman just happens to be the slowest of the four. That's just the the wild situation that this wide receiver draft class is in. There's so much speed in this in this draft class, but. I think Bateman fits the Titans offense the best because of his route trees that he could run. He could both play the outside and the slot. He could be that motion guy that they use Corey Davis a lot for and have AJ Brown as the X on the outside. I think Rashad Bateman makes the most sense compared to Terrace Marshall Jr. 
Here's a question that I do not know. I'm just going to ask this. Maybe you know. Who is the better blocker? Huh? I, I don't know that. Um, because I, would, I think the Titans would value that. Yeah, right? absolutely. That was the whole thing on Corey Davis. If Corey Davis was a bad blocker, my God. I mean, he would be, he'd be trash. He wouldn't be worth $12.5 million. I didn't think he was in the first place. But that was the one thing that Titans fans justified being okay with CD84 on the field is because he was, and I'll give him credit, he was a very good downfield blocker. He saw the play through. He played through the whistle. That's valued when Derrick Henry is outrunning corners and safeties to the end zone. That's why I asked that question. I, I don't know who is a better blocker. Um, I think they're probably both willing blockers. I mean, Marshall's a bigger body. He's six. He's all. He's absolutely six three, two fifteen ish or so. Bateman's a little smaller, six foot. But Bateman, I think, plays. I, I view Bateman as more of a physical guy. But I think they're both willing blockers. And blocking as a wide receiver is all about, are you willing to get in there and get dirty? And Corey Davis absolutely was. Are these guys, I don't know, I haven't been able to see that. Uh, you know, LSU throws the ball a lot. Uh, Bateman in Minnesota, I, I don't watch every Minnesota game like I do LSU games. But I absolutely think that those guys are probably capable of being solid blockers in the NFL. All right, I'll ask you this. Is there any concern based on Bateman not playing the full year this past season? No. No. I mean, it was just a weird year, right? Like, you chalk it up to a, uh, what it was, and you don't dock the guy. I mean, he had to make you a You don't decision. dock the guy of what? coming in and out? No. I didn't I mean, he opt out, and he opted back in, and he opted back out? Well, because it's because the Big Ten was an absolute mess, right? Like, Well, what does that matter? Did everybody do the that? Big the Big was, Ten was the mess. Did every single player do that? No, no, but they didn't they, opt in, opt out, opt I'm in. Judging anybody for deciding to play or not to play last year, like you don't judge, you don't have an opinion on that. I don't care. It doesn't affect their NFL prospect. I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter to me at all in the NFL if they played last year or opted out. It doesn't matter to me. So uh, I'm I'm actually going against you and the chat in this. I'm actually a Marshall Junior guy by a slight margin. If if they drafted either of those guys, I'm not going to be like, oh, terrible pick, right? Like, or great and, pick. And Tron, that was the right decision. And, and Tron's right, Zach. Uh, Rashad Bateman did have COVID. He he did have COVID for some period of time. So that's why he was kind of in and out back and forth. Uh, I just, I, look, I asked the question. Uh, I like the size in replacing Corey Davis with Marshall Jr. Uh, I think both are solid picks. I just tend to go with size and speed, and that's what Terrace Marshall, Marshall Jr. has over Bateman. I, I agree. Bateman can play more positions, but I think that the Titans will draft two wide receivers in this draft. I, I, I think, yeah. right? So you kind of, I would like to pick the one guy that's going to play outside, that's long, that's fast, that can extend the field. This is the one thing that I think Marshall Jr. can do better than Bateman is A.J. Brown, what is his bread and butter route? Slant. Slant route, baby. Jerry Rice, right across the middle. You need a guy who can stretch the field and give that threat. And you know what? It's very similar, and this is why Wait. I compared – this is why I compared Jefferson and Thielen's situation. Thielen's route tree, he is a great route runner. 
He likes over the middle routes and out routes, and Cousins can get it to him. But what Jefferson did for that offense, he extended. He gave them another threat that, let's just be honest, Corey Davis never gave them. Okay, so you're saying Terrace Marshall Jr. can be the downfield threat to create more space underneath for the A.J. Brown. Exactly. And that's I like that setup. I think that is a recipe for success because it's a triple threat, baby. Right? They teach you that in grade school when you learn basketball. Triple threat. What can you do? Dribble, shoot, and pass. You can hand the ball off to Derrick Henry. You could throw the slant route to A.J. Brown. Or you could toss it up deep to Terrence Marshall Jr. I like that idea, and that's probably why I tend to go a little bit more towards Marshall Jr. I just think Terrence Marshall also has a significant injury history. He broke a bone in his foot. He had a, a, a couple other injuries at LSU. They drafted Corey Davis after ankle surgery. <laughs> they, and, they, and, the and writing's happens, on the wall that they and, don't And you're care. over here calling Corey Davis a bust all the time. So do you want to draft another guy like that? But they drafted Jeffrey Simmons with an ACL. I'm the, just the, saying. What, like what happened to Jeffrey Simmons? Huh? Do you want to compare that? Well, the, ACL the, the, the point that I was routine. saying, the point is that they're not afraid to draft guys that have been injured. Now, I, I do think that it is something. Uh, You've you got to bring it up. That's yes. one of the reasons why I'm out on the corner uh, for Virginia Tech because of a back. A back is more serious. A neck is more serious. It's right, something yeah. to look at. A, a broken bone in your foot is something that might have issues down the road, right? Foot injuries are not very fun to deal with, right? And they're going to have to do their due diligence. Yes. He also played after that. I, I know, I, but again. At like, a very high clip. Yes, right. The same and ran thing. a 4-3 something all with that foot. I just think for me, <laughs> for me, I'm just, I'm just bringing it up, dude. Like it's, 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 that's something that happens in the draft process is you recognize when a player has an injury history, right? And you have to take that into some type of consideration. So I don't know why you're laughing this off that I brought up that he has injury history because you should have done the same thing. You would have done the same thing if I picked Marshall over Bateman and you disagree. I, I just brought up the points of how he has kind of overcame that injury and what he's performed afterwards. It's not like a back surgery a month ago. Okay, so a little bit the, different. All right, the reason why I like Bateman, the separator, like what separates Rashad Bateman from Marshall is that Rashad Bateman can do a lot of the things that Terrace Marshall can: the deep balls, the go routes, the go up and get the football. He's not nearly as as tall as Marshall. He's the speed is comparable, but Marshall's a longer strider, so the long speed kind of gives Marshall a little advantage there. But Bateman gives you so much more. Like you cannot be a one so or two much trick. More. You cannot be a one or two trick pony when it comes to your route tree in the NFL. And Marshall is more of that, where Bateman can do it all. Bateman has a full route tree now and will be able to help AJ Brown and, and be that complement on the outside. Do you so, need a full route tree now? I don't think yes. necessarily you do because you've got A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry and the setup of the offense and old Ferk dog catching third down passes. I mean, do you need a full route tree? That's the question you asked. Right now. I, I mean, said yeah. right now. So that's not yeah. the question I asked. Just yeah. like I didn't say uh, – I wasn't thinking about Aaron Donald in the shower. I was out of the shower when I was thinking of Aaron Donald. So do you're you wrong. Zach, I'm, I'm asking – the separator, what separates these guys? Because I like both. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to be if, – if they draft Marshall, I'm not going to be upset whatsoever. I'm not. But the separator and why I take Bateman over Marshall 
is because of the route tree, of the full route tree. If I had the option of a full route tree and a half route tree, I'm going to go full route tree. But I'm okay with Terrence Marshall. Like, do you understand that point, the context that I'm talking about this? Okay, so let's move forward. At the beginning of the show, you said there were three slam dunks. We're talking about four wide receivers. So let's find out which guy is not a slam dunk in the eyes of Mr. Austin Stanley. This is a great question because you've got, we've talked about two big wide receivers. Now we're talking about two smaller speedsters that can do different things. Yep, Kadarius Tony versus Elijah Moore. Who's a better fit for the Titans? But first, Zach, tell everybody about Calvin and Subtle. Yeah, Calvin and Subtle is where you need to go to get your new hardwood floors. We feature these things on the show every single day. We're picking the Rivoli. It's one of my favorite ones. Oh, let's see. I've got a couple more. I may, as draft, look, I'm going to get, I'm going to be special to you guys. As draft day gets closer, I'm going to pull out some new hardwood floors and feature this. This is the Rivoli. This thing pops in your kitchen. It'll completely transform your life, your kids' lives. They'll remember this for the rest of their lives. Be like, man, remember when mom and dad put in those Rivoli hardwood floors back in the day? They are just, that made that house so much more special. It's the house that they grew up in. Well, you can make that a reality by calling 615-448-6414 or go online to calvinandsubtle.com. They will order the material and install one to two weeks. That's all it takes. This is quick, really quick. Right around the mid-state area, that's the best part. They will service that. Middle Tennessee, 615-448-6414 or online at calvinandsubtle.com. It is eSports. We are powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Download the app. Use it today. Sign up uh, and use the code ATOZ Sports With your first deposit and your first bet, you get a risk-free $600 bet when you use that code ATOZ Sports. Hey, me and my guy, Hugh, Hugh downloaded the app yesterday because I talked about the NBA parlay that I had in the hopper yesterday morning. Well, me and Hugh wrote it together, and guess who came out victorious? Me and my guy, Hugh, because we got the Wizards, we got the Grizzlies over, because that went to double overtime, but we got that. We, we hit our three-leg parlay with the NBA last night. Big winners right there, plus 200 parlay. Gotta love it. So, BetMGM, that's where to go. Download the app. Use our code ATOZ Sports uh, to get a risk-free bet up to 600 bucks with your first deposit and your first bet. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older. must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. So, we've talked about the big guys, right? We've talked about Bateman and Marshall on the outside. Now let's discuss the slot receivers. You've got Elijah Moore out of Ole Miss and Kadarius Toney out of Florida, the two other SEC products uh, to go along with Marshall from LSU. So, Zach, I'll send you the comment section. Moore versus Toney, what are the people saying? So let's go to the polls first, and we did this for a reason, and I'll refresh so we get uh, all of the votes in on Twitter. Our Twitter poll now almost to 200 votes. 84% Elijah Moore out of Ole Miss. Only 16% for Kadarius Tony. Facebook poll running uh, just literally seconds ago. We've got uh, about 40 live votes on Facebook alone. 81% Elijah Moore. 19% Kadarius Tony. And if okay. you look at the comments, a lot of it is more. And and Rob, oh man, this is bad. 
Tony kind of reminds me of Kendall Wright. That's not true. I do not see that whatsoever. I mean, do you? <laughs> no, I, I just I do not, I do not see that that comp at all. Like Kendall Wright at Baylor was running go routes. Like yeah, that was. and Canarius Tony does so many things. He throws the damn ball, but Canarius Tony runs all these underneath things. Um, that creates separation. So I that comp is something that I completely throw out the window. So you said Sorry. there were, there were three slam dunks. Yeah, but we're talking about four wide receivers. Who's not the slam dunk? In my opinion, Elijah Moore is not the slam dunk. I I like Elijah Moore, and again, like I said with Marshall, if the Titans draft Elijah Moore, I'm not going to be disappointed. But I, I do think Elijah Moore with big five foot seven, like you have to have the right coaching and play calling around Elijah Moore for him to maximize his skill set in the NFL. So Elijah Moore, and I, I look, I'll give credit where credit is due. I think the best description for Moore right here, and it comes from our man TD, Elijah Moore polished, polished as a wide receiver. And you talk about that position. You talked about the route tree of what Bateman could do. Yeah. At, at his size, you can get away with more, right? Because you're bigger, you're faster, you're stronger. That's just who you are. Elijah Moore has got to be good and has to be polished at what he does because of the position he plays and the skill set he has. And then TD also brings up Tony's drops that we cannot uh, just kind of slough over. I you know what? Where I am? Surprise, surprise! I'm going with Elijah Moore. That's that would be a. I, you talk about a slam dunk. I'm talking about an alley oop slam. That's the kind of dunk that Elijah Moore would be. And I think you're going to get value. I think you're going to. You could say reach for him because he started as a kind of a second round talk over the last several weeks, but has moved up the board just kind of like Mac Jones has done in recent weeks. I think you get a a guy that can come in there and be dynamic with AJ Brown. I like Marshall Jr. because of the the role he fits in where they need to to go. But you're going to draft two wide receivers. I keep reminding everybody, right? Yeah, so I agree. Th this is this is one of two. I think Elijah Moore. He will be ten times. Well, let's just say ten million times. No, thirty million times better than Adam Humphreys was with the Tennessee Titans. 36 million. Yeah, add that six. Yeah, so, I, again, like I, I think yeah, we're talking about six? 30, yeah. four years, 36 million, nine a year. Uh, we, we talk about, like, my slam dunks are talking about first-round draft. Like, if they're at 22 overall, that's where I think there's a reach on Elijah Moore. I, I, I'm curious, Zach, because we've got – a poll on Twitter and a poll on Facebook. And both are over 80% for Elijah Moore. If Elijah Moore wasn't from Ole Miss, where would that percentage be? Because I think the Ole Miss connection because of him and A.J. Brown takes that a significant part a lot more towards Elijah Moore. Do you disagree or agree? I think, I mean, for, for me, I'm biased. I fully admit that he went to Ole Miss. I've seen every single play that he's played. He... Now, 
You, uh, but but you're an Ole Miss fan. I'm not talking about Ole Miss fans. I'm talking about Titans fans. Titans fans are familiar with Ole Miss, but they're also very familiar with Florida because of the SEC here in the mid-state. But because of A.J. Brown from Ole Miss, that is why Elijah Moore, Ole Miss, having Ole Miss next to his name, I think gives him at least 15% in this poll. That brings him more of a likability to him. Because of yes, that connection. Yes, what are we talking about? We're doing a poll, and right now it's well over 80% for Elijah Moore. But 15%, I think, I think, is ridiculous. I think that was that, a I'm still giving him a 65 to 70% chance over Tony. Like, if, without Ole Miss attached to it, I think it's like 15%, man. He had a better year than Tony. <laughs> I mean, he well, did. because Tony also had Kyle Pitts on that team, and Kyle Pitts and Tony, they, put up, they both put up insane numbers. And Elijah Moore just had a better year. And Elijah Moore, like, the guy, look, I I think everybody is trying to find the skill set of what Alvin Kamara brings to a team is he can can run jet sweeps. You can throw it to him out of the backfield on screens. He can go do a, a small hitch route to be a check down. He can get over the middle past linebackers and get to the second level. And he can outrun guys, right? So, like, that, that is everything what I just said. Alvin Kamara can do. I think Elijah Moore can do all of those. Now, can he do them at the NFL level? We will find out. But that, I think, is what the Titans are missing. And talk about the compliment to Derrick Henry, the switch up. Imagine trying to to tackle a lion and then all of a sudden catch a mouse. To three seconds later, right? Next play. That, I think, can play mind games with defenders, and I like that. And then you got the physicality of A.J. Brown bowling you over, over, doing everything in his power to get to the pylon. I like that setup. Plus, you're going to draft another guy probably later in the draft, and you know you just picked up a wide receiver from the Rams for tiddlywinks for $1.7 million in Josh Reynolds. So... I, I like that. Josh Reynolds, this, this, here's the other thing. This is why I'm completely okay. Look, I've always said I think they should draft a defensive pass rusher. But if they do draft a wide receiver in the first round, Elijah Moore fits it based on what they've already done. They cut Adam Humphreys and let Corey Davis go. They then replace Corey Davis with a wide receiver, a big body wide receiver in Josh Reynolds. They have not replaced Adam Humphreys. That that that's kind of me trying to read the tea leaves, but that's based on their actions. Uh, yeah. So overall in this discussion, I prefer Bateman or Marshall over Moore or Tony. That's that's just how I feel about it. I think the, that's not the question, but I, I'm I'm not saying it is. I've answered both questions, Zach. You can't get on to me about not talking about the question when I've already answered both questions. I've answered the questions. I'm just saying as a whole to recap the conversation about these four wide receivers, I prefer the two outside guys in Bateman overall to the slot guys in the first round because Tony's like just a, a hair under six foot, close to 200 pounds. Then Elijah Moore is like arguably 5'9", under 180. Like that's like, can he last 17 games? Like that's I mean, a, Darren Sproles lasted 17 years. <laughs> you can't. But there's not a lot of Darren Sproles out there. 
Rutgers not? I think I think he's done so much already to prove that he can, right? Like, and he's an ultimate team guy. This, this is the other thing. Again, I've said I'm biased towards. You Elijah know Moore. more about Elijah Moore, but you're also biased. I, I understand, but that. I do know more about him. That's it's the whole reason why I said what I said about AJ Brown is because I said AJ Brown should be drafted by the Titans because I knew what now everybody knows about A.J. Brown. I just I had done homework because that was my team. Elijah Moore is a very similar mindset. He's an all-in guy. I value the hell out of those people. If, if you have the same mindset as I talked about yesterday as me, as I don't care what it takes, voluntary, involuntary, COVID, not COVID, mask, not mask, I don't give a damn. I'm trying to win, and I'll do whatever it takes. And I want everybody behind me or in front of me or beside me to come along for the ride and do our jobs to win a Super Bowl. I don't care about any of the other BS. That's the type of mindset A.J. Brown has, and that's the type of mindset I know Elijah Moore has. That's why I value him well, like you, I do. But you know Elijah Moore has it, but you don't know if Terrence Marshall or Tony or Bateman have it. Like Those guys might. You just don't know it, but you know Elijah Moore more. That's all that is, right? All you said, nobody's arguing with anything you just said, Zach. But the fact is, you know more about Elijah Moore because he went to your school. You don't know if Marshall Jr. fits the same mentality. Did the same thing with A.J. Brown and it worked. Okay, great. Congratulations. Like, I, like I'm, gr- I'm glad that worked out so well for you. But again, I, in Thank my you. order. <laughs> I appreciate that. Congratulations. These, in my, these four, I go Bateman, Marshall, Tony Elijah Moore for the 22nd pick, right? If the tight, like here would be a great scenario. You trade back, trade back to 29. I don't know with the Ravens get Elijah Moore at 29 and get more picks. Awesome. Do that. Do something like that. But uh, if you're picking at 22, Bateman is my number one guy. Yeah. And that may be a play that they try it. We, the first three guys are going to go where the next three to four going to go. And what's the value. But here's the thing, Austin, there's always a team that values a guy more, and it's kind of a shocker, right? It's like, whoa, wow, they really thought highly of that guy. I think that's going to be the Elijah Moore of this draft. For sure. And Rob says the Ravens like Amari Rodgers. Yeah, but not to trade up to 22 to get Amari Rodgers. I mean, they might like the guy in the third round, but, you know, that's fine and all. But I think, I don't know who the trade partners are going to be because you don't know who's worthy of trading up for at 22 if somebody falls like that. Because I think... If somebody wants to trade up to 22 for a guy who's going to fall, the Titans are probably going to take that player that falls, right? Because they have so many different needs. Yeah, if it falls into their four. Sure, sure. All right, Zach, A to Z Sports, you're live on a Tuesday. We've got the Bet MGM odds. This is going to be really fun, actually. So stick around for this because they've got odds for what position the Titans will draft in the first round. And the favorite, I think, might surprise us. But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse, RentersWarehouse.com, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. So many ways you can use Renters Warehouse. They can create extra cash flow for you and your family. If you want long-term equity and long-term wealth, Renters Warehouse can help you out with that. If you're currently renting and want a new property uh, to up, up that upsize downsize new location they got you at renterswarehouse.com it is the sports bet mgm is the app 
code ATOZ Sports, promo code ATOZ Sports. They will give you promotions galore. That's the best part, right? You get risk free bets when you sign up. You got to use that promo code. Plus, they will boost, they'll boost you, which is great because they're basically giving you better value than what the Vegas odds makers are giving you on the app. You can't go to those other apps. BetMGM, I've used them. They have the best boosts. They do. They give them to you consistently, and it is awesome. It is. And that's why they are the title sponsor on this morning show. BetMGM, promo code ATOZ Sports. All right. So don't forget, A to Z Sports picks uh, brought to you by uh, BetMGM is also this afternoon at 2 o'clock with our guy Alan Bell and Brian Edwards to help us get some winners for tonight's action. So I, I don't wait to see what Alan and Brian say this afternoon before I make any picks. So that's at two o'clock with A to Z sports picks uh, presented by Ben and Jim. So here are the odds. I found this very interesting that the favorite for the position for the Titans to draft in the first round is not wide receiver. It's not edge rusher. It's cornerback at plus two twenty five. Zach corner is the betting favorite. Your thoughts. It's like it, you know. I feel like it's like uh, what's that loser's name? Adam Stank. It's like it's like him talking about something that he doesn't know. But Vegas, this is the hard part. Vegas usually knows, and so I I I, I kind of feel weird about it. I mean, that's like, you ask me how I feel. I feel weird because I don't think they're going to take a corner in the first round. So it's like. Should I bet the other way, right? I think it's more wide receiver or defensive pass rusher. Now, defensive pass rusher split. Linebacker would be the bet for an outside pass rusher. No, I looked at it because BetMGM has Ojalari as a linebacker. They have Phillips, Rousseau, and Pay as defensive line. There you go. So that's the reason why. Look, smart by Vegas. You split them. (laughs) So, yeah, right? Um, Austin, who, who, who are the, I mean, there's not a plethora of corners at the 22. Newsom, yeah. Greg Newsom out of, uh, Northwestern. That that's, that's probably who they're banking on or Farley dropping. Like those are the two corner options. Like there's a lot more wide receiver options, but I, I do find it interesting that quarter plus two twenty five the favorite. Do they know something we don't know? Vegas always does. But what they talk to John Robinson? How do they know that? Uh, that that's that that's where I, I'm I'm head scratching. The one thing Vegas did do, we know there are four four uh, top needs, and they have those in the top right. You've got cornerback, wide receiver. They have offensive linemen, just because probably they messed up last year, and then your defensive lineman linebacker. Uh, the offensive lineman thing is funny. I, I think that's just lack of knowledge. I, they're not going to draft a, a tackle again and if they do god bless this show on monday morning yeah no friday morning yeah friday morning friday and morning mo- and monday morning and tuesday and wednesday and the and rest Thursday. of the summer and the rest of the summer so i've got a i've got a little strategy zach if if we all want to hedge our bets and guarantee us a victory now there's there's obviously risk in this but uh if you want to play this quarterback plus 225 so you put $50 on corner 
$50 on wide receiver and 50 bucks on D-line. Not linebacker. Not linebacker. Because linebacker is only Ojolari. Everybody else is D-line. Now, Barmore from uh, Bama is also an option on that D-line too, right? So, you put 50 on corner, wide out, D-line. You spend 150 The least you'll profit if you if they take one of those three is like 15 bucks for the corner, right? But you'll profit like 40 if they go wide receiver and you'll profit 250 if they go D line. So so you're, you're rooting for D line. You're just rooting for any of the three, right? Yeah. But you're really rooting for D line because you win the most money. Obviously. But I think that is, that is how you hedge it. If you want to, you spend 150, your smallest returns, like 12 to 15 bucks. If they take a corner, I I think that's a smart way to play those odds right there. Now the O line, the O line thing could absolutely screw you. And is that just to? Is that the security of no longer having Dennis Kelly and and Jack Conklin and then Taylor Lewan's ACL? Probably and Saffold's aging. Well, based on his Instagram picture, he's not. He's aging pretty well. I know, right? What is that? How much is that? Uh, five seventy-five. I think he said deadlift, squat, right? I can't remember. I thought I'll look it up. It's deadlift. No, it's deadlift because he's. It looks like somebody. I don't know who this is. Credit is credit. There were squat and deadlift. I saw the deadlifts because somebody photoshopped grocery bags, which I thought was fabulous. The caption was... I'm looking it up. You you, you give me some second. I'll, I'll be only one trip, uh, which is true. But so Saffo, Ben Jones, but they're not going to draft a center. So you draft in the first round, you draft a tackle. You don't draft a guard. So Saffo, we, the conversation is kind of actually moot. 700-pound deadlift. Jesus. 400-pound floor bench press. Uh, he did incline, high incline, 335 times four. I will say this about Roger Saffold. I've seen him in person, you know, obviously awesome. covering the team. He had sleeveless shirt on after practice. He has the biggest arms I've ever seen. Yeah. Like offensive lineman, like just big. You combine both of my arms, I still don't think that it equals his one arm. I think the squat was 540. It's just ridiculous. Five sixty-five. So, so, so back to the the yeah. possibility of them draw, drafting an offensive lineman. Is this something that we just don't see? <sighs> well, there's you don't, the you don't just do the uh, same thing you did twice. Well, because you missed so poorly on the first one, you still have that need. So that's I think what Vegas is banking on with O line plus three twenty-five. I think the best bet is defensive line. Yeah. So do you want to hedge it? Do my, my 50, 50, 50 game. I would probably not do 50, 50. I would just do put money in wide receiver and defensive line. And it's higher risk, right? Right. Yeah. But that those are the two that I feel they're going to draft. It's just their biggest glaring need based on not only the holes in the roster, but the actions that we've seen this offseason. 
Fair. And the dra- combined with the draft. The draft is very important. Like, tight end is a bad – they're not taking a tight end in the first round. That's all. Even though they need tight end, they're not going to take uh, a guy in the first round for that. So, be smart. My advice would be bet – I like your hedge of the 30, but I don't think they're going corner either. I could be wrong. Yeah, I think they could. I, I think they're – that's why I had the three. Because it's playing the favorite, the top two favorites, and then your middle long bet, right? Yeah. All right, Zach, you ready for trivia? Uh, at this very second, no, but I would. Okay. All right, well, trivia, there's only one rule in sports trivia. we got 10 questions, no Googling. That's the rules. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your new ride. WilsonCountyHyundai.com for their inventory. The 2021 Palisade, that is their full-size SUV. I saw one of those dominating the streets yesterday driving around. And let me tell you, everybody was clearing out of the way. Get out of the way. The Palisade's coming through. That's at least how I felt. But I kind of gave them a little nod. You know how, you know, you see... Harley Davidson guys, they kind of, you know, stick that finger out like, hey, bro, I was a Hyundai guy. So, hey, we just kind of cruised along. I drive a Sonata. It's a great four-door sedan. You can also check out the Elantra. But don't go anywhere else because they don't have the selection like Wilson County Hyundai. Quick trip down I-40, exit 236, or go online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Bet MGM, we just talked about the betting odds for the Titans' first-round draft pick. Also, A to Z Sports Picks. Coming up later today, 2 o'clock Central Time, so make sure your live notifications on for Alan Bell and Brian Edwards talking gambling for tonight. NBA hockey action going on. A lot of good opportunity to win some money, and Brian and uh, Alan will help you out and do that. They'll have picks for tonight's action and a lot of good streaks. Who's been streaking? Who's hot? And what to ride? So A to Z Sports Picks coming up at 2 o'clock, presented by BetMGM. Download the app, use our code ATOZ Sports for a risk-free bet up to $600 with your first deposit and your first bet right there with the BetMGM app. It is now time for sports trivia. Zach, we got 10 questions. No Googling. No Googling. Trying to go 8-2. and two. We're at 74% through five weeks right now with our trivia reset. So let's get this thing going. First up, what is the first name of baseball's Killebrew? Harmon. I believe that is correct. Which is the first name of baseball's Killebrew? Harmon, baby. Unless there's a lot of Killebrews. Harmon Killebrew. Yeah, I think we're I think we're good on that one. Harmon Killebrew, lock it in. Final A to Z. The correct answer is Harmon. That is correct. Next up, a little bit. More difficult. Okay. Byron Munich featured which company's logo on their 2014-2015 kits? So, on their jerseys for the American. Byron Munich featured which company's logo on their 2014-2015 kits? Ah. (laughs) You going to talk about Super Leagues next? Oh man, I I mean I I have no idea. This is where the chat is required. So soccer guys, let's go. ING? No. Uh, a bank? I I I don't know. A bank. Ian's like my- here from Scotland. He says, wait. 
We're waiting on you. you. Well, don't Google. No Googling. No Googling. Help. Bayern Munich's featured which logo, which company logo on their 2014-2015 kits? A German beer? Ian says he has a Byron top. Are we waiting on Ian? Uh, I mean, we're waiting on something or. I have no idea. Oh, man. I also can't breathe right now. <laughs> I can't hear. <laughs> Oh, we got to come up with something. I know. I mean, do we pass? I mean, do we even like what's a German beer? Heineken. It's not Heineken. I think it's a bank. T-Mobile. Is that what we're coming up with? I say we go T-Mobile, final A to Z, whatever. The correct answer is T-Mobile. Oh, wow. Somebody Googled that. Well, no, that was from Ian. He said he went to go get the jersey. Oh, he has the jersey. He has the jersey, yeah. Oh, so that's, okay. That's that's clean. That is actually clean. Clean victory. 2-0. Okay. NGL was what I was thinking of, Stacey. Um, another tough one. <sighs> How many points did NBA point guard Damian Lillard score in his playoff debut in 2014? How many points did NBA point guard Damian Lillard, Dame time, score in his playoff debut in 2014? You would think it would have to be a, a lot instead of a little. Like 41. Uh, that sounds good. Yeah, I'm bad at all. This is ridiculous. Like, there's no way we're going to get this. So we might well, as well. You just... would have said the same thing about the, if without Ian's jersey, we're kind of in the same boat as the last question. So don't bitch and moan about the questions. I'm not bitching and moaning. I'm just saying, yeah. I don't know. 45, 35, 39, 23. Oh, man. I, I, I mean, a 41, you started that. Right. I, uh, do you I'm have anything? 40, even 40. Okay, so let's just go with 40. You want to lock it in? Final A to Z, 40. Oh, I was nine points off. The correct answer is 31. Next question, we're two and one? Two and one. Who managed the Cincinnati Reds for the first time in 2008? So I have a first gut feeling i don't know if this is right or not okay was this dusty baker maybe so the question is who managed the cincinnati reds for the first time in 2008 i think dusty baker is probably right i said we go dusty baker final a to z Just okay. Well, you you just hurried this along. Yeah. The correct answer 
Dusty. Boom. Three and one. I'll take that one. I will take that one. Um, all right, next question. Another baseball question, but I do not know. Who is the Major League Baseball player nicknamed the Flying Hawaiian? Now, Marcus we used Mario. to joke and kid around Marcus Mariota being the Flying Hawaiian. But who in the Major League Baseball, or who is the Major League Baseball player nicknamed the Flying Hawaiian? Jade Victorino. That's is that ab- it? That's absolutely it, Ivan. Shane Victorino. Gotta be. And Teron backs it up. Teron and Ivan have been talking draft throughout the first four questions of trivia, and they both just chime in with Shane Victorino. Well, do what you got to do, Austin. Shane Victorino, final A to Z. Lock it in. Correct answer? Shane Victorino. Okay, off to a four and one start. I like this trivia. We got five more questions. Trying to go four and one back to back of these 10 questions. But first, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, where one 15 minute workout equals five plus hours in the weight room because of full body electronic muscle stimulation. Guys, it is legit. The results are real because the science is real of full body electronic muscle stimulation. It's easy on your joints, no pressure on your joints, all on those muscles to build real functional strength. And at 15 minutes equals five or more hours in the weight room. First workout is absolutely free at mandu.com. Zach, five trivia questions left. Let's try to finish strong with another four and one stretch to get to eight and two. All right. The next question in 2012, Colin Kaepernick sets the all time playoff game rushing record for a quarterback against who? The Green Bay Packers. Right. That's what it was. It was in San Francisco. Are we 100%? It was in Green Bay. It was in Green Bay? Yes. Uh, I'm thinking of the game the following year, which was a showcase game, probably based off of that game. Because he had like a 50-plus yard touchdown run on a zone read. Are, are you? So are you 100%? I mean, yeah, I feel very strong about this, and everybody else in the chat so far does too. Packers, final A to Z, lock it in. The Packers is the correct answer. So very good. TD says it was in San Fran. I thought it was in Green Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I think he, I'm thinking of the game Teron's thinking of, and I think we're right. Whatever we got. 2012. Uh, well, now we got to do this. 2012 NFL playoffs. Packers Niners. What jerseys were they wearing, Zach? I actually know this. Uh, 2012 divisional round Packers at 49ers. Ah, yeah. damn! I, I knew okay. that. I knew it. Uh, All right, so we're Packers were wearing white over uh, uh, yellow and traditional 49ers wearing red over gold. Five and one. Uh, this is a, a question that I do not know. Oh, man, I lost it. Let's see. Uh, it has to do with swimming. Okay. Well, it is can... Michael Phelps Day. It is? Well, yeah, it's 4, 420. Oh, is that it? <laughs> How many swimmers are in a medley relay team? First guess was four. 
How many swimmers are in a medley relay team? I think it's four. Most relays have four, and that's what the chat says. Four. Four final eight is he locking in? The correct answer is four. All right. Six and one. I like it. Um, let's see here. Oh man, this is gonna be tough. You're not gonna like this question, Austin. You're gonna okay. you're gonna be the ah, what was the point differential in this in Super Bowl? I guess that's fifty eight. No, that forty eight. What's the Roman numeral? X L V I I I. XL is 40. Yes. So it's 40. XLVIII. Yeah. Three eyes, 40. Yeah. February 2nd, 2014. What was the point differential in Super Bowl 48 played on February 2nd, 2014? <laughs> All right. Who was who is in that Super Bowl? Let, let's work through this. I, that's what I that's kind of why I like the question. <sighs> So, uh, 2014, 2013 season. So 2015 was Peyton Manning in the Carolina Panthers. It was definitely Broncos Seahawks, Jeffrey. I think you're right. Where the Seahawks blow out the Broncos. It wasn't that like 48 to 19 or something to nine. Ooh. Yeah. This is the New York Super Bowl. It was, well, wait. How did the did the Broncos score? They scored a safety early in the game. I think it was something to nine. How do you get to nine? Oh, okay. Nine with a safety. safety. That makes seven plus two. 43 to seven. It's Titans either four, said they had eight. 41? 45 to eight, monsoon says. Did they not score a touchdown? I don't think they did. He's saying eight? Yeah. How do you get to eight? Two-point conversion missed? 43 to eight. It's 43. I, I'm that, that my, my gut is Seahawks so had 43. Tighten up Ohio is screaming 35, which is 43 to eight. So I say we go 35. Is the differential. Yeah. 35 points. <laughs> yes. Good teamwork, guys. Good job, Tighten Up Ohio. All right, that was Kyle. big. That was good. That was good. So we are at seven and one with two questions left. Which team did Shaquille O'Neal finish his NBA career with in the 2010 2011 season? I have a gut feeling on this. Cavs? Which team did, huh? The Cavs? I believe it's the Celtics. I was also thinking of the Suns. As no, uh, it's War not the Suns. I think it's the Celtics. The big cactus? No, the big shamrock. 
I need some confirmation, though. Which team did Shaquille O'Neal finish his NBA career with in the 2010-2011 season? My gut is the Boston Celtics. He wore number 36. All right. You feel good on Boston? I, I do. I, I want somebody else to make me feel. Well, Joshua says Celtics or Cavs. Monsoon, who lives up in the area, says... I think it was the Celtics. Monsoon I, finals. I, I think it's the Celtics. Uh, number 36, Shaquille O'Neal. Final A to Z, Boston Celtics. The correct answer, the Boston Celtics. Okay, guys. We're 8-1. and Can we go 9-1? and This is a big deal right here to get to 9-1. and um, All right. Let's see here. We have a, a oh okay. This is a tough one. I mean, we had a layup that I couldn't ask. I'll just go ahead and say because it was so effing easy. Is which team did NBA great Akeem Olajuwon play for? Yeah, we we're not going to do that. Can't we are instead going to say <laughs> do this. <sighs> How high is the crossbar from the ground in a lacrosse goal? Oh, I thought you were going to say field goal post. How high is the crossbar? From the ground to the lacrosse goal. I want to say five feet, but I, I've never played lax. No lax, bro, here. <laughs> I want to say five feet because the goalie can stand above it. Or maybe four feet. Rob says four. Jeffrey says five. Four? It can't be four. It, it could has be. to be five, and it's not six. I think five makes the most sense because those guys hover above it. Uh, yeah, not four feet though. Because what's hockey goalie? Hockey goal crossbar? That I have no clue. I, I five feet is definitely. I think five foot is probably the best. You want to lock it in? Final A to Z, five feet. Missed it. Is it four? Six. Really? Six feet is the correct answer. So we missed that because we got some definitely not sixes. That's what I said. I was like, I. that's what I thought. Definitely not six. That's how, are the, how are these lax goalies like six, five? Because it always feels like. That thing is, they're taller than that. Yeah. Man. Very strange. Eight, eight to two? Yep. Man, we should have listened to Stacy. What did Stacy? St- so it. we are literally right Stacey, at. We screwed ourselves. Stacy, yeah. six feet. All three of my kids play lax. Oh, I didn't see the follow up. Damn it. So, well, eight with and two, our eight, not nine. With our eight and two, we are right at 75%. 45 out of 60. So we get four weeks left to keep this pace. Uh, that was a good day, though. Today was, it, Today's kind of like a week 13 game. Take care of business. Yep. Took take care, care. Did our job. Take our care job. of your business. Don't lose to the Cincinnati Bengals. No. No. 31 points for Dane Lillard in his playoff debut. Six foot lacrosse. The 35-point differential I was pretty proud of. Pretty clutch by you guys. All right, guys. Great show. We'll be live tomorrow morning on a Wednesday. Throwing shade. Maybe talking some Vols. 
uh, with their new quarterback tomorrow before we get back into the draft on Thursday, the Titans. We'll see you guys later on. Have a good one. Adios.